Welcome to the Lady Preacher Podcast, a podcast for the progressive Christian, where we talk about an all-loving God, an embodied Christ, and an ever-moving spirit. Dive right in as we wrestle with what it means to live out our faith in the world. Hello, friend. Welcome. Thank you again, always for being here. Today, we are going to just dive right in to our fifth part of the Sermon on the Mount series. Today, we are going to talk about prayer. It's kind of a long one, so bear with me. We're reading 29 verses and we're right at the beginning of Matthew chapter six. So I invite you to find yourself in a position of prayer so that you can listen and hear these words and let them wash over you. Let these words be your prayer and offer you some grace today. So again, this is Matthew chapter six, verses one through 29. Jesus said, beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them. For then you have no reward from God in heaven. So whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets so that they may be praised by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your alms may be done in secret and your God who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your God who is in secret and your God who sees in secret will reward you. When you are praying, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your God knows what you need before you even ask God. Pray then in this way. Our God in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us to the time of trial, but rescue us from the evil one. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly God will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, neither will God forgive your trespasses. And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by God who is in secret and your God who sees in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. 
But if your eye is unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? No one can serve two masters. For a slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly God feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. Here ends our reading. Please pray with me. Gracious God, we hear these words of Jesus telling us not to worry, not to store up treasures for ourselves here on earth, to not pray out loud or do things so others see them. But God, that's so hard. All of those things are so hard because we do worry. And we do like to share our good deeds with others. And so God, help us to understand, give us grace. May we continue to learn and figure this out. And God, you know that we will miss the mark. And so please forgive us and help us to forgive ourselves and forgive others. Be with each person, God, who is listening today. May they know your love and your grace. May they feel your Holy Spirit with them always. God of love, open our hearts and open our minds and fill our well today and every day. We pray this in your holy name. Amen. All right, y'all, that was a long one. And we could do an entire series just on this section alone. I said at the beginning of this series that Jesus's Sermon on the Mount was likely a lot of his teachings and sayings all compiled into one. So think of this almost as like Jesus's greatest quotes (laughs) all compiled together. He likely taught these things in various moments throughout his ministry and Matthew compiled them here for us. And so it kind of doesn't do it justice to talk about all of these things at once as if they are one sermon. And that's part of why we've been going piece by piece. But for this one, because it's such a long section, and I I did this long section because we're trying to break this whole Sermon on the Mount into a 10-week series, which means some of these will be longer than others. So this one I chose because there's a theme here. And the theme for me, at least, is prayer. And prayer is one of those things that I think intimidates a lot of people. A lot of folks come to me and they'll say, I don't really know how to pray, or maybe they don't feel comfortable praying or they don't know what to say. And so I want to use this section to talk to all of us about what is prayer. The way I understand it, prayer is any way that we communicate with God. 
I have talked a lot about for myself, prayer can be movement. Prayer can be speaking with another person. If I believe that God lives in you and within me, then every time I have a conversation with someone else, I could be praying. I could be talking to the God in that person. Prayer doesn't have to look like folding our hands and bowing our heads. It could look like praying with our feet. I just did an interview and I don't know where it'll be released in relation to this episode. So I I apologize for maybe messing with your timeline a little bit, but I, I did a podcast episode with Amelda Decoteau and her mom, Trudy, and we talked a lot about their work of pray with our feet. It's what they go by. They have a whole podcast called Pray With Our Feet and I encourage you to check it out. Sometimes praying with our feet looks like going for a walk and as thoughts come to us about, oh, I wonder how Susan is doing after her surgery or thinking about an ex-boyfriend and saying, oh, I hope they're doing well. Those things are prayers. They might not feel intentional, but it is a form of prayer. Pray With Our Feet, the organization that E and her mom, Trudy, have, they talk about it in terms of social justice or how we embody our faith in our world. So kind of how we put our body into our prayer. So if we're praying for social change, how are we then taking our body and putting our prayer into action, whatever that might look like for us? Prayer is one of those things that, yes, it can be intimidating, but it's also woven into our daily lives. And for me, it became really integral in my life, partially because my family prayed every night before bed. My dad and my birth mom, and then after she passed, just my dad and my brother and I, and and then later my dad and my second mom and my brother all praying. We prayed at night, every night before bed. But there was a certain point growing up where they kind of helped me transition into making it my own thing. So we would always say the Lord's prayer at night. And then we would add on to that. If I had more prayers, I wanted to say I could add on. And then my parents at a certain age said, we'd love for you to pray your own prayer by yourself. Maybe you have things you want to say to God that you don't want us to hear and that's okay. And so I would say the Lord's prayer and then we would say amen together, but then I would pray by myself. And then eventually We stopped saying prayers together and I prayed on my own. And that's when it really became mine. When it became mine to to go to God with whatever I was feeling or experiencing. And what I started to do is I did these prayers at night where I just closed my eyes and told God what was on my heart. But other times I would write in a prayer journal. I started keeping a prayer journal every night, just writing a letter to God and Sometimes I had words and sometimes I didn't. And on the days I didn't, I used actually from Anne Lamott, the words, help, thanks, wow. So I would write, dear God, help. And then I would try to finish that sentence. Dear God, thanks. And I would try to finish that sentence. And dear God, wow, and finish that sentence. And sometimes having a prompt like that is helpful. It gives us words. But like I was saying before, prayer can sometimes look different than that. As I began to practice yoga and understand yoga as moving prayer, then I started to feel in my body. If I just set the intention before a yoga practice that, you know, I wanted to send some love to my friend in another state who is going through something hard. As I practice yoga, maybe I would think about that person every once in a while and I would just send them a little bit of love. That was prayer. And 
for some people, maybe it's knitting or it's doing art or it's cooking. I love to bake cookies. And uh, I was an RA in college and I would often talk about how, you know, when I was making cookies, I would be thinking of my residents and not praying necessarily, but just thinking about them and wanting them to feel cared for and loved. And that was prayer for me. Or other people who love to cook, God help me, I really wish I loved to cook, but I don't. <laughs> but some people love to cook and that's their way. They pray into the food. They love into the food and then they give it to others. And that is their form of prayer. I want you to hear these things and know that however you pray is good. That, that God is present in all of it. If you don't have the words, you can come back to this prayer Jesus gives us. Our God who art in heaven. Maybe that is your prayer. Maybe your prayer is going for a walk along the beach. Maybe your prayer is making lunch for your kids. Whatever it is, know that it is good. It is beautiful. And you are communing with God in those moments. God is with you always. Know, my friend, that you are loved, that God is with you in everything you do, even when God feels far away, that all you do can be and is prayer. I thank God for you always, my friend. I appreciate you being here and wish you a blessed week. Thanks be to God. Amen. My friend, thank you so much for joining us today. I am so grateful for you. Without you, this ministry would not be possible. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. The Lady Preacher podcast is part of a nonprofit called Dancing Pastor Ministries. And you can find us online at dancingpastor.org or join the community by finding us on Facebook at Dancing Pastor Ministries. If you would like to be a part of supporting this podcast, there are many ways you can do that without giving monetarily. You can share our posts on social media, send an episode to a friend, or just leave a review. If you would like to support us financially, you can do so at dancingpastor.org slash give. My friend, you are a gift. Thank you for being here and God bless.